join the nation. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. You are listening to Racing Nation. My next guest joined me on the program. It's Group 1 winning jockey Kyle Wilson-Taylor. Kyle, how does that feel to be referred to as Group 1 winning jock? Yeah, I'm never going to get sick of hearing it, that's for sure. <laughs> Obviously, that was a career highlight for you, and of course, I'm sure it's something you've relived many times since that particular moment, but talk us through it. What did that moment mean to you to now be able to be a Group 1 winning jockey? Uh, it means, means honestly, everything to me. Um, I've obviously been on a, a pretty long journey to get to that moment. Um, obviously, had my ups and downs growing up in Victoria and left there and moved to Coffs Harbour and, uh, you know, flow between there and Grafton and, um, you know, becoming an apprentice and then, you know, just, just working really, really hard and, uh, you know, coming to Queensland and, and then sort of working my way up and then and then finally getting that group one on the C V it's uh yeah, it's a, it's really a bit of a crowning moment so far, yeah. And I note you rode the horse Palacepan, of course, is the horse we're referring to in the Stradbroke and I saw some commentary just in the media post that and I don't know exactly what your words were, but essentially you I got the impression you were quite happy with that run and you you thought she would be really, really hard to beat. When she got to the tiara, yeah, I um, I got off her. Obviously, I I was I only rode her in the uh, in the Stradbroke, obviously, because she had a really light weight, and I worked really hard to get my weight down to ride her on that occasion. And she um, was a hundred to one, then she ran fourth, and it was a bottler of a run. And uh, Chris once said, um, he said, "I'll try ride her in the tiara." I said, "I said try and get me off her in the tiara," <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, and and then and then I were interviewed post race, and I just said, yeah, I said, look out for her in the tower. She, um, yeah, I couldn't wipe the smile off my face, and and from that moment onwards, building to the the tiara was um, my confidence just grew and grew. Talk us through the run. So from the outside looking in, it looked like it all fell into place. But what was your plan, and and, and did it sort of fall that way? Just the gaps came when you wanted them to. She travelled when you needed it to. She accelerated when she needed to it all it all just fell into place yeah it's um i don't know it's, it's honestly just very eerie the way it all worked out um i believe things are meant to be and um i honestly believe that day was a real representation of that because um you know she she worked enormous on the tuesday and i was just praying for a barrier and i got a, i think i drew 16 and um <laughs> And that didn't down my confidence at all. And I said to my partner, she, she said to me that she believed that she'd run well. And I said she would win. And she sort of asked me where I was going to be from Barry 16. I said I'd be one out, one back. And um, she said, oh, okay. Like sort of a bit like, you know, <laughs> the confidence of group one. Like, you know, it's hard to get to that position from that barrier in any race, let alone a group one. And um, she went, when the gates opened, she sprung out. And um, she was the best lead to machines, and I I just come across extremely quick. And um, the the most amazing thing was when I got when I come across that position was vacant for me once I got there, and I just slotted in, and um, yeah, and then the rest is history, really. Mm. Is a part of that confidence confidence that you have in yourself as a rider at the moment, but also in that mare that she could do that and she could put herself in that position, and that you have the ability and the confidence to believe you could put her there from that gate, which, as you said, that's you know, it's not an easy thing to do. The 16 well, others trying to do the same thing. 
Yeah, well, to be fair, I didn't have many choices. Um, from that gate, you know, you either go forward, forward, back, or you try to get in that position. So um, I went forward and, and and hoped that I would get in, and um, and and I, and I got in. And um, look, she's a, she's a, you can't do that on all horses either. She's a you know she's a beautiful mare, and you can you can really fire her up, and then you can switch her down, and she she's happy to. She, you can do anything to want on her, so um, I owe a lot of that to the horse. And what part of the race did you think I've got this one? Fifty out. Yeah, <laughs> it was sort of she, was, she she lays in really bad, so you've really got to sort of you know swing her out and try to get her outside heels. And once I sort of pulled her out and got her out and I give her a few hits with the stick, I, I sort of thought, oh, because she, she's a horse that loves, she, you know, a lot of. She loves a persuader. She's a horse that really, really finds underneath it. And I give her a couple, and she found, and I thought, oh, it's going to be close. And then, and then, fifty meters, she started. She hit the front, and then she started pulling away. And oh, I was just, yeah, it's amazing thinking about it now. She, um, just yeah, she hit the front, and and I went up with the giant salute, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing. I wish I could relive it again and again. Are you a bit lighter in the pocket? Did you get done for the odd early salute or what? Yeah, look, I uh, actually a little lighter, but it was all worth it. Is um, you know, I'm, I wear my heart on my sleeve, and um, you know, but there was nothing stopping me doing that once in a while. I first got one. I've been through too much to um, to get that, and I've wanted it too much for me to not uh, you know, to wear it on my sleeve. That's for sure. What has it meant for your career since that moment? I know we're only talking a week and a half after it, but has life changed for Kyle Wilson Taylor as the jockey? Have you noticed a change in terms of opportunities or, or how you're viewed or things like that that come with being a Group One winner? Ah, uh, look, um, you know, I'm, I am who I am. I mean, uh, look, I've, um, yeah, I think it's sort of people people view you as you know a Group One winning jockey, and that's definitely a thing on your CV that some trainers that don't didn't use you before well, they'll go well there's no reason not to use me now um, I'm proven uh, look um, yeah I'm sure the rides you know I've been getting great opportunities anyway but I think I think that they will even get better and um, look I'm still in um, only six months or eight months into my apprenticeship so I'm in the infancy of my career and um, look I believe I'm only, I've only got a lot of improvement yet to come. I'm, I'm not the finished rider that I want to be. It's um, I'm very thankful that this this achievement has come so early. So um, yeah, I'm sure that the opportunities will come, and, and it's up to me to take them, make the most of them. You mentioned before that with that salute that you said you know, you've been through too much and you put in too much to get to this moment. It's it hasn't all been smooth sailing for you. It's not a standard story where everything just went to plan right from a young age for you. I mean, you've had your ups, your downs, you've had your challenges, you've had to overcome some hurdles. So it hasn't been a smooth ride, but it, it's obviously something that showcases the resilience and the belief that you've always had that I can be this person. Yeah, it's, um, it's quite crazy, really. Uh, look, we all, everybody goes through ups and downs, and um, I... I certainly have, and um, you know, chasing these dreams, you know, taking me virtually three quarters of the way across the country, you know, from Kid Victoria and 
you know, and, and I've ended up in Queensland, and, and that wasn't a plan. It's just it's just how it's worked out. But the only reason that has happened is because I chased that dream of becoming the best jockey that I can be, and, and this is where it's led me so far. And um, you know, and I when I didn't get accepted as an like to be an apprentice in Victoria, I very easily could have just thrown the towel in then. But um, you know, like you said, I've believed in myself, and um, I've actually got a tattoo that says that on my arm, and that's the only tattoo I have. So. Um, it's something that I've I've done. I've believed myself, and I've um, I've put in the work. Um, you can't you can't just get there just believing in yourself. You've got to work hard, and I, I'm doing that. And and I think that was just a small present to say that, or you know, you've been, you you have worked hard, and, and here you go. So, mm. Toowoomba played a big part in your journey. What does Toowoomba mean to you, or that opportunity that helped turn you into the person and jockey that talks to me today? Yeah, Toowoomba's, um, yeah, it's a very special place to me. Uh, you know, I've obviously got a fantastic partner, Angela Jones, who I met there, and, um, you know, and, and Lindsay Hatch, he's, he played a huge part. He got me, he, he brought me up from the Northern Rivers, and, um, you know, I lived with him and his wonderful family, and that, they, were, they were amazing to me. And, um, you know, we dominated myself and Hatchie there for that year, and, um yeah, we we really did dominate, and uh, he was a, he was a great mentor. And he still is. He's still great to talk to, and and all the people in Toowoomba have been really good to me too. So, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of them people would have been happy. And and I've got a lot of calls and texts from people up there. But um, the Toowoomba track, and then uh, you know, it's a very special place. Like what was that conversation like with Lindsay Hatch when you were able to talk as Group One winning jockey Kyle Wilson Taylor? Yeah, well, um, I obviously run fourth in the Stradbroke. I rode in the 10,000, and then I rode, run fourth in the Stradbroke, and he said, oh, geez, you're getting closer. You know, it won't, won't be long now. And then and then two weeks later, I won, and, I, you know, I don't think there was anyone more happy for me. He, um, like I said, he, he knows better than anybody, uh, you know, the challenges I've faced and, and overcome, and, um, you know, and, and the part that him and his family have played, um I'm sure they got a great deal of pride out of it as well. So um, oh, absolutely, yeah. Is it one of those things where you've always had talent, and like you said, like you know, had your ups and downs with it? But everyone needs that someone or that family or someone that that believe believes in them, and, and it's quite obvious the Hatch family believed in you. And did they bestow even further belief in you that you you, you can be whatever you want? Um, look. Um, I, I think it was more about knocking me on the head, to be honest, when I was in Hatchie, um, <laughs> than anything. Uh, I, I, knew, I knew that I've always known that I was going to be good because I've never given myself another option. There's no, there is nothing else other than this for me. It's always been, I'm going to be this, and that is it. Mm. And, um, and look, yeah, I needed knocking on the head because. I was having quite a lot of success with Lindsay and, and um, not that I was being silly or anything or I was acting like I'm better than anyone, but I, I did need that, that um, every young man needs needs someone there to, to guide them and Lindsay was that at that time. So, um, look, he, yeah, I had the firepower there and Lindsay was putting me on all these horses and, and, and we were just winning. So, but yeah, it was I was in a good family environment and um, they were the right people for me at the right time.
How much of some of the learnings you've been through helped you with who you are today? On, on the track, you, you arrived in Brisbane, dominated Toowoomba, like you mentioned, went straight to Brisbane. Look, it didn't go to script to start with. Same as coming out of your time, there were struggles there. When I say struggles, meaning in terms of opportunities that, that you gained, but you overcame both of those. So just the trials and tribulations of both of those circumstances, how much has that helped you and instilled that further belief or drive or hunger in, in, in you to succeed? Yeah, well, um, like you said, when I first went to Brisbane, it was there's a lot of expectation, and and um, yeah, I thought I was going to be, you know, this super jockey straight away, and, and that simply wasn't the case. Um, and it was good for me because I had to learn that I am human, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not better than anybody else. So I had to learn that, you know. I had to, yeah, I just had to realise that I'm not better than anyone else, and I have to work for the things that I want, and um, and I did that, and I, I slowly improved more and more in Brisbane, and got used to riding here, and and then um, and like you said, just before I come out of my time, it was a real flat spot. I think I, I think I had 86 rides without a winner, and mm. that was why I still claimed one and a half kilos. So for someone like me who was extremely driven. That that really did my head in, and it was it was depressing. <laughs> it was extremely depressing, and um, but yeah, look, I've got a lot of good stables behind me, and I just um, I was probably was I was probably pretty depressed at that time, and and then I just sort of kicked myself up the ass, and so did my partner, and you know I just started working hard every single day, and um, and then the winners started to flow from there, and um, you know. I'm, uh, like I said, I, I keep working hard, and and uh, I think the trainers respect that. They see and they know I can ride, and they see that I work hard, and uh, they know that I'm in it for the long haul. So why wouldn't they put me on? So that, I think that's what sort of yeah. Probably a good example of that, I suppose, would be look at your journey, I suppose, with with Tony Gollum. So I went down there as an apprentice, as I said, it did obviously hit a few bumps along the way, and again, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but obviously it seemed as though you probably fell out of favour there, and it's a tough man to get back in with Tony, another great Toowoomba product, but now you turn that all around, and he's the number one trainer in this state, and you're riding so many horses for him as well. Yeah, well, he was so he was the one that um, sort of put me back on, because I was struggling, but I he um, they, they didn't want me riding track work there, and uh, they didn't need me. And every single day I annoyed uh, Craig Cavanaugh who worked for him. And um, I said, oh, do you need me this morning? And they, they said, no, no. There was one day that someone didn't turn up and they needed me. So they so then that was me in and I got in there. And from that day on, I just kept annoying them. I was in there every single day. And then Tony put me on a horse that was virtually unbeatable and, and duly saluted and, and that got the ball rolling again. And, you know, when you're working for a trainer like Tony, well, they see you, they see you, Riding for him, they'll say, "Well, if he's using him, then then I'll be using him." So that's how yeah. that's how it works. This game's very clicky, and um, and there's no doubting my ability. So that's why the winners started to flow. But um, look, Tony's he's a great man, and he's he, he like you said, he's hard, but um, he's fair. He, he gets over things quite quickly, and and he's willing to put in the work while um, the rewards will show. Yeah, well, that's incredible. Someone told me that story that essentially you just kept turning up. So we're not, you're not needed today. You're not, you just kept turning up, kept turning up, kept turning up, kept turning up with, and getting turned away, turned away, turned away. But you just kept turning up. Was there ever a Tommy who said, "Oh, geez, I'm, you know, I'm sick of knocking on this door"? Uh, no, not really, because 
that's not me. I um, yeah, I, I'm not going to take no for an answer. And um, look, I'm sure, you know, um, you know, you only as good as your last ride. And I, I had sort of three rides on the day, but I won the group one, and one of them was for Tony. I rode it, I rode it terribly, to be honest. And um, he gave me he gave me a bait, but look, there was there was no one happy to see me win a Group One, and and he he sent me a message saying, you know, I'm so happy for you. There's no one that's been working harder that deserves it more. So, um, and and to come from him is uh, you know, it's fantastic because he's he I think we're similar in that way that we're very very driven, and I think that's why um, you know he's taken a liking to me, and that, and that's why I do ride for him, obviously. Um, yeah, because you can see the determination that I do have. Yeah, no, it's, it's certainly going well at the moment. So now that we're out of the carnival, so we're back to standard sort of Saturday Brisbane riding, what's, what's, what's your goals or ambitions as we close out another season and we get set to start another one? I mean, do you have sights set on premierships? Is it more group ones? Is it Do you set targets or goals for yourself as you, as you head into a new racing season, which is you know just under a month away? Um, oh, look... It's um, sort of hard because uh, well, I've, I've just come out of my time not long ago and um, I sort of just looked at this season as I want to try to run top five in the premiership and, and uh, you know, just establish myself as a senior rider in, in the riding ranks. Um, we have so many wonderful jockeys here and, and to do that um, would just be, would be great and then, um, and then kick on from there. But look, I've surpassed that and, and by winning Group 1, well, that's um, you know incredible. So uh, next season, look, um, the, the, now what I'm hoping is the group one opens the doors where um, I'm going to get the support that I need and, and hopefully really challenge the premiership. That's my uh, that's my goal, and um, I do believe it's achievable. And and from there, look, that group one bug. Well, I've I've literally got it now, so. <laughs> I can ride right, so anyone listening out there that needs me to ride their horse, well, uh, you know, I'll be available, that's for sure. And another thing I wanted to touch on with is that you've talked about your partner a few times there, Angela Jones, who, similar to yourself, when she left to Wombat Dominated, has been down with Tony Gollan. And I remember I spoke to you, it was the launch of the Morton Co. King in the Mountain. It was just before she was about to start. And you said something to me that I never forgot. You just said, she'll go well, she's just a natural. I'm not. She's just a natural, and you are spot on. She's gone unbelievably well. That that must give you great, uh, well, great pride for yourself, also. But also, it must be such a, uh, a a wonderful thing to be able to share this together, being in the same industry, going through the same processes. You understand everything that she would have went through. You understand the struggles, the highs, the lows that comes with it. Yeah, she's um, she's amazing. There's no one proud of her than me. That I'm proud of her. There's no one more proud of her than me because, um, like you said, I see what, what goes into it. But uh, she is certainly natural. She's, um, you know, I, I don't have that. I, I think I'm natural in in the way I in the way I ride. But she she's got the natural knack with a horse. She can connect with a horse different to what I can. She can relax the horse better than anyone I've ever seen. Whereas they they probably want to be more fired up underneath me, but. She um she can get them to just fall asleep underneath her and it's a real it can't be taught and uh, you know she she's an amazing horsewoman and um yeah like I said she's 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 really you know smashed it out of the park and she I think she's running third in the Premiership now so um, mm. 
I, I wouldn't let her run fourth because I run third in the premiership last year as an apprentice. So I, I won't even run up on her, but um, well, she's she's flying, and uh, yeah, there's no one more proud than me. And you settled off the track. That must play a big part for you as well to be able to go out and do your job because you, you know your you, your life away from the track, you're in a in a really good place, and that plays a big part for any athlete. Most important. That's the most important thing. Um, racing's more mental. It's a very physical game, but it's more mental. And someone like myself, who can, there's no doubt that I've had mental struggles um, for as long as I can really remember. And um, I can get depressed quite easily. Um, and, and there's times that I can, I can fall into a hole for days on end. But um, so the last six months have probably been the best of my life. And, and, and Angie's been a a huge contributor to that. She um, she, she makes sure that things outside racing that are in order, and and that probably plays the biggest part. So um, yeah, I have her to thank a lot for everything. Yeah, no, it's going great guns at the moment. I guess the next big thing coming up for you would be the big Northern Rivers Carnival, the Grafton Cup Carnival of Ramorny. You've got history in that that neck of the woods. Are you heading back there this year? Yeah, I am. I um. Obviously, I didn't get back there last year, and uh, you know I'm in a much better position this year. So, um, it's, you know, when I first moved to the Northern Region from Victoria, I was really taken back by the Grafton Carnival. It's, a, it's an amazing, amazing carnival, and it's uh, you know it's, it's the whole town really gets behind it. And and being an apprentice there for some time, it's um, it'd be really special to go back and hopefully win either the feature sprint or the cup. But, um, yeah, and I've got a really, really good chance in the morning in Deepool. All right, so you're on Deepool? Yes, yes, I'm riding Deepool, yes. So you'd be chuffed with that? It's flying. Yeah, he's, he's a, he, he looks to be an absolute weapon. And um, Adam Campton, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's obviously a trainer on the up and his um, he's strike rate speaks for itself. And, um, you know, he's obviously... It's going to be a good matchup between him and Far Too Easy, but um, you know, my bloke, he, he looks a real, a real star on the rise, and uh, you know, the big, he, he really smashed the other day at Grafton, albeit in weak company, but uh, sorry, you switch, but uh, in weak company, but as he goes to Grafton on a huge track, it's uh, definitely going to. Um, benefit him and he's uh, in his turn of foot, that's for sure. Yeah, and I should suit him. You'd think down to the ground, he'd be a great ride in a Ramorny. Now, you're suspended this weekend, so what do you do when you're suspended? What what do you do to relax or when you're not Kyle Wilson-Taylor, the jockey, on a Saturday? Well, um, normally Kyle Wilson-Taylor, the jockey, is watching the races. That's that's, that's, that's <laughs> me, but um, yeah, that's about it. Obviously, Angela and I have just moved into a new house, so um, I'll probably, not that I'll be, I don't think she'll want me trying to sort any of that out, but I'll... Um, <laughs> I'm sure I'll be probably just watching the races from there. That's probably what I'll be doing. All right, so that's what's on this weekend. So suspended this week, so we won't see you in the saddle. But, yeah, but at the moment, obviously, things are going so well. We certainly hope that it really does continue. You sort of touched on so much support from Toowoomba, and I really noticed that the day when you won that big one, the amount of people that were so chuffed for you were so happy you were talking about it. So it goes to show the impact that you had on people in Toowoomba and how many people still support you. So... We hope that the success continues and continues and continues and uh, really appreciate you giving us your time on the show as we went through quite a bit there. So it's, uh, it's great for our listeners to, to learn a bit more about what drives Kyle Wilson-Taylor and what makes you so successful. So really appreciate your time. Yeah, no, it's great. Thanks for having me on. And, and like I said, all the people in Toowoomba, they've been, they've been amazing to me um, in the past and, and still today. So it's great. And all the best at Grafton. Thank you. 
You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea.